DJ Playboy. What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another edition of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And I do no episode without my dog, my man's my partner. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. What to do, brother? Hey, man. Be doop What's up, man? New day. New day in America. Word up. Yo, real quick, you know what's crazy? I used to think Stephen A. Smith said this years ago, like, when Skip don't show up to work, he don't want to record. He's like, I don't want to, I, I, I ain't showing up if Skip ain't showing up because I don't want to do this with somebody else. I, I see where he coming from, you know what I mean? Like, I know what he means because it's not the same, you know what I'm saying, when you don't got that chemistry of somebody you can work with. Like, obviously, you know what I'm saying, I've done episodes without you or, you know what I'm saying, in the future, you know what I mean, we, we going through life changing stuff. We probably have to do episodes without each other. But I get where Stephen A was coming from with that. Back in the days, I used to be like, he lazy. He just, yeah. <laughs> he don't want to go to work that day. He know, like, skip off, I'm off, fuck that. But uh, now nah, I get it. I get where he coming from because the chemistry ain't the same. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, new day in America, man. You're right, man. It's, it's inauguration just passed. I we didn't know if that day was gonna come, right? It was like nerve wracking until it happened. <laughs> Yo, man, it. You know what's funny is that. So Joe Biden ain't black. I don't know if y'all heard, or just in case this shit plays. <laughs> this is just if I listen to Switzerland or whatever. Like Joe Biden ain't black, right? So remember. January 2008, not even January, November, you're like, all right, he's elected. I hope he make it, like, every, you didn't know, nobody said it out loud because you don't want to speak it to existence for Obama, but it's like, yo, this is the first black president. Mm -hmm. All we need is for him to be sworn in. (laughs) And that's how I felt for Joe Biden, like it, and even, I didn't want anything harming that dude. No one with COVID get around this guy. Uh, At inauguration, I was kind of mad he ain't wear a scully because mad cold and- The long ass speech. (laughs) <laughs> Long ass speech, you out there, you out outdoors, high up on a building, so the wind is just hitting your ass, mm-hmm. and you just out there for like an hour, and just standing up, and just no hat, no neck scarf. Oh man, see, Bernie Sanders had had the right idea. My man came through in a triple fat goose <laughs> and some big ass gloves. Had mittens I wish on. Biden would have dressed like that. Yeah, he had mittens. <laughs> Yo, not J- even yo. That's the mittens. It just don't, don't even sound right. Yo, remember Jay Z had the uh, Frank Lucas hat. No <laughs> <word>. <laughs> like, that's how you know it's cold for real. When niggas is making terrible fashion choices. They like fuck that. It's cold, nigga. Yeah, man. That yo, it's cold for real. Y'all niggas is Sam Bowie. <laughs> yo, there was a president who died because it was so cold in inauguration. He died of pneumonia. That's crazy. Joe, like I'm from Delaware. <laughs> I'm from Delaware, yeah. niggas. I gotta show you Straight how I get to down. Delaware, bitches. Let's go. <laughs> nah, man, but it was a it was a, a, a cool inauguration. You know what I mean? Uh, um, historic. You know what I'm saying? Got the first black vice president, female, um, Asian, Indian. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a lot of firsts, and it's it's crazy because and then she's actually an important vice president because of um the slim majority lead that Dems have. She's gonna have to be the tiebreaker on a lot of things. You know what I mean? So. It's um awesome to just have her there, yeah. you know what I mean? Huge for black. Yeah, women. It was really cool to see. It was yeah. really good. and and that came from, like, that's how the 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 festivities started off, for the most part. Like her getting sworn in by Latina uh, justice. Judge, yeah, that's bananas. It's crazy. That is dope. That is super. And I, I had my daughter like watching it. You know what I mean? Like I was showing her like that. This is the vice president. You know what I mean? This is the president. Like you know what I mean? And it's as as a father of a uh, uh, half African American, half Hispanic daughter. Like that's awesome to see. Awesome visual right there. 
Yeah, and the Hispanic uh, Supreme Court justice. So that's like that's what I mean. Yeah, that yeah. Nobody, anybody notices her. She, mm-hmm. she in a black graduation gown, but <laughs> like still. No, but even when I seen the headline that it was Sotomayor, I think her name is right. Uh, Sotomayor. Oh, Sotomayor, Soda, <laughs> right? My God, so, yo, substitute okay. teacher. Oh, uh, yo, upstate in the Rust Belt, man. We have a extra white up there, man. You say, yo, her name is uh, Sotomayor, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> and by the way, uh, did you see God Bless America by Jennifer Lopes? Uh, Sung. No, I'm fucking with you, man. I'm just pronouncing Lopes, extra white, man. <laughs> Cause I'm like, Gosh. um, what Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga sang something, right? The national anthem, I the, believe. The, an- the anthem, yeah. yeah. Nah, it, um, they, yeah, it was is cool, man. Why, why Dems? I guess well, that's that's the term conservatives, right? I was gonna say, why do Democrats always like try to make history? You know, <laughs> you know, what I mean, we like we should, we were first, a first, a lot of first. You know, what I mean, whereas the conservatives keep it old school, old white men, yeah. <laughs> well, I th- I th- yeah, well, I think when you think about the word conservative and progressive, like progressive mm-hmm. is to change shit up and conservative is to conserve or preserve whatever it is going on right now. So keep America great. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you say yeah, keep, keep America great. Uh, that's that's kind of they whole jam. Mm-hmm. No, nah, it was it was dope, though. Just to see it, man. Just to see it happen. I didn't watch uh, everything, but they I know they have a ball, right, at the end of the night. Um, huge party. Um, did they still have that with the corona or nah? Mm, it, it was different. I don't think they have a big ball or nothing like that. Uh, it was like a bunch of other stuff, like TV concerts and stuff. Okay. And that's the way you got to do things nowadays, man. It's the safer way, man. Because these numbers are not going down, bro. We've we already seen them do the uh, tribute, if you watched any of the inauguration, to uh, the 400,000 Americans that have died from coronavirus, man. And they think that number might hit half a million within the next 30 days. That's crazy. Yeah. It, it's That's crazy. It's it's still out there. It's still prevalent. You know what I mean? And it's funny because we've been dealing with it for so long that you kind of start forgetting. And I kind of had to remind myself, like... You know what I mean? Like, nah, this is shit's real. Like, <laughs> we can't just be out here about, you know what I mean? Just unnecessarily out for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, we got to, if, if it ain't essential, if it ain't necessary, you know what I mean? You could be putting your life at risk. Yeah. 400,000 is a horrible, horrible number. I've seen something like it's as if a uh, a jumbo jet plane, uh, passenger plane crashed every day of the year. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, Imagine. I was like, damn, that's. Cause yeah, yeah, that puts it in perspective though. Cause if you have a plane crash, right? You're like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause you envision yourself yeah. on it. So now imagine that every day for a year. Yeah. And we've kind of yes. got desensitized to it because we hit the numbers and we don't, we don't. It doesn't hit us as hard anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then people are kind of fatigued with just everything. But um, I think I think stuff like that, like explaining it in, in those terms, I think it's important just so people get that perspective again. Because mm-hmm. it, it's it, I don't, and the thing I don't get, man, and I know Donald Trump is weird in so many ways and, and we'll get to him in a second. But it's like, bro, how do you not even acknowledge it? You know, what I mean, how do you pretend like it didn't happen? That's the that's the thing that is like crazy to me, bro. Like, I know it ain't nothing. It's not a highlight of your presidency. But it's like, come on, man. That many people, 
<laughs> at least or, come out and you know what I mean and acknowledge them moment of silence say a prayer something you know what I mean like showing compassion to it isn't gonna be admitting defeat you know what I mean and just to be so silly with it and just so and and and, and something that I noticed that 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 Trump did and I hope that it'll change with Biden and Harris um at the helm now is like it made the it, it made this like a gang war it was kind of like you gotta rock with everything Republicans say so this dude could be against your better knowledge saying mask ain't the move. You know better, <laughs> but you feel like you got to show your undying loyalty. You know what I mean? And and I guess all the nastiness and the way that he would talk to people and talk about people, like people took that on. You know what I mean? People took that in. And, and some people to them, that's their first glimpse of politics. They think that's what yeah. it is. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Imagine you just turned 18, 19, you know what I mean? 20 at this time, your first time able to vote. This is what you think it is. And it's like, I mean, it, to an extent, it kind of is, but it's just, it's like on steroids. And it's like, it, I'm hoping it could go back a little bit to, to more of a political, uh, just professionalism. Yeah, definitely. I think it's going to take a, a few, probably a couple years of, and hopefully this happens, of, of some professionals, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, but truly level-headed, beating these Trump-like figures or people who's trying to, trying to be... Trump, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that happens where the quote-unquote professionals start winning election after election. Then then it could be like, all right, man, this is ridiculous. Let's get some people who's serious about their business versus just some personalities. Mm-hmm. And you seen it when Obama was in charge, you know what I mean? Like, didn't some dude yell out, you lie, like, early in his administration? Yep. Yeah, it's like, it was just this rudeness, like, yo, that's not how we're supposed to get down. You know what I mean? But, right. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? I'm I'm hoping, just like I said, that that professionalism and just being like your, your role models, you know what I mean? So, like, be a role model to your constituents and the people that you're, you're representing, you know what I mean? Because they're following that lead, you know what I mean? And they're thinking that's how they got to talk to each other on Facebook and that's how they got to rock. And it's like, come on, man. It's, just, this is, it's politics, but now, it's, now you're getting corny with it, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference between being involved and being full blown corny with it. And it's just like, come on. But we're learning a lot of things about the Capitol riots in, in, in days that have passed, man. Some information coming out that even some representatives of Congress gave tours to people that, I don't know, like it raised red flags, allowed people to kind of do a recon mission, basically, a lot on, on uh, the House. And the Senate, <laughs> and it's crazy. Like um, in in retrospect, to think about it, because it's like, how did they know where to go? You know, what I mean, I don't know if you've seen any of the video come out on CNN where like there's like a woman over a bullhorn telling them mm-hmm. to turn left and turn right and go here, and it's like you're like, yo, and, and not for nothing, I'm sure a lot of this information was probably just available online too. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean? <clears throat> but it, it sounded terrible though. I mean, especially when the, the newscast to tease it up because I saw it, mm-hmm. but like they described to you what you're about to see. But if I just saw it, like, just, like, nothing, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, you could get the floor plans off the, you know, con- Congress about GOV or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, was just the level of knowledge she had about the spot. It sounded ridiculous, though. I was like, yeah, yeah, check under that, go left, right, and then right under that board, and then you just tap it twice, and then it opens right up. And I was like, yo. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, and she, she, she's like, if you're serious about taking over this building, <laughs> she's trying to, like, call a manhood into <laughs> It's a question like, damn, if y'all if y'all niggas ain't just playing around in here, <laughs> make a right. left and a right, go up the stairs, hit the breakaway doors, right. floor's going to drop. 
<laughs> Instead of like a simple too. I said, all you do. All right. Okay. How do I have to say it slowly? Turn left. <laughs> niggas, niggas is like, chill. They recorded. <laughs> <laughs> My family watching. Nah, but um, even some have come out to uh, accuse um, GOP representative Lauren Bobart uh, of giving tours to a large group before the riots. Um, she's denying this, of course, but two Democratic lawmakers say they they personally saw uh, Lauren Bobart of Colorado with a large group in a, in a tunnel connected to the Capitol days before the attempted insurrection that left four rioters and one police officer dead. Um. <laughs> And that's 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 believable though, man. Like I said, because with with that type of knowledge of the building, somebody had an inside. Uh, and I don't even think this is the only inside job <laughs> of this, but somebody definitely had some inside knowledge of what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they looking into conspiracy stuff. Some people had, well, just like some people showing intent, like the dudes showing up with gear or. Showing up with restraints and all that. Mm-hmm. Then also talking about communication devices. And by the way, a couple of people went into court and got, and they lawyers, and say, I can't remember who it was. I think it's some dude from the Proud Boys and somebody else. Lawyers like, listen, man, he thought it was cool. Trump said, <laughs> Trump said it was cool. I think one of them was the lady who, um, there was, there was uh, like rumors that she stole Pelosi's laptop and gave it to the Russians. Okay. And then there was someone else. That they were like, yeah, yeah, Trump said it was cool. Like that's what my what my guy thought. What do, what do y'all want? The president <laughs> said to do it. It was a command. That's y'all man. Ain't do nothing. Yeah, that's y'all man. Like whoa, I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> and the funny thing is, they really did it, man. It's it's, it's the level of uh, just audacity that that were given to these people on that day, man. It's like when you see those videos of like uh. Karen's getting arrested or getting told to put their mask on and just when they, you can't do this to me <laughs> like all right <laughs> all right Karen <laughs> believe that as long I as can't, you can <laughs> uh, Biden Biden signed an executive order where all the federal buildings you got to wear a mask in, front, in them I just yeah I and just seen that yeah not gonna imagine just some random federal building somewhere deep in Arkansas in Texarkana or something like that <laughs> <laughs> they just start tripping because you know the people who work there is local. Mm-hmm, exactly. I did. I went to a, a mechanic yesterday. I was texting you. I was like, "Yo, ain't no mask wearing in this bitch." <laughs> like, kind of stop the steel shit that I walk into right now. <laughs> like, right. And then motherfuckers, we know they 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 throw it on. I kept my shit on the whole time, but then they were like throw it on. You know, what I mean, if they saw someone come up to the counter, but like begrudgingly, you know, what I mean. <laughs> like, like they upset about it. That's crazy, yeah. man. That's the last time I'm going there anyway. Why? <laughs> 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 it was whack. It was whack. It was m- among other reasons, yeah. But yeah, that was part of it, though. It was definitely uh, a pretty whack experience. Yeah, the Confederate flag hung up or some shit. <laughs> no, nah, nah, not to get on. <laughs> now you know, like how you go to like a, a the old chain spot. Either they 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 can tell by the type of oil you got in there already. You know what I'm saying? What you're looking for. Or they either way, they try to upsell you on some shit. These niggas just assumed I wanted regular oil in my shit. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> I've never been to an oil, even Valvoline in the 15 minute oil change. No motherfuckers is trying to upsell you on some shit. You know what I mean? Like, offer you it at least. I've never went out and got an oil change and motherfuckers is just assuming you want the basic shit. You know, so I was just like, all right, well, not again. <laughs> you live and you learn. Man, man. <laughs> 
But yeah, they funny style anyway. But uh, the uh, some speaking of funny style, <laughs> your man Trump decided before he went out, he was dropping that he was dropping that final single <laughs> at midnight. You know what I mean? They had everybody waiting up. See who will get part waiting for that shit, man. And people was in line and shit waiting. <laughs> who gonna get pardoned, man? Who gonna get them presidential pardons? And there was there was some hip hop pardons. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was some uh yeah, among you know, there was some crazy ones too, like Steve Bannon, right? He got uh he got pardoned. Um who was surprised? Like why why are we surprised? I'm surprised it didn't happen earlier. He was like a last minute one, right? Yeah, it came with the rappers or around the same time as the rappers, whereas he was pardoning people like two years into the presidency and shit like that. Mm. So it, uh, Steve Bannon to wait all the way till your last day because he was charged in sometime in two thousand what twenty or something like that. What was he charged early with? early on? Um, lying, lying or something. Like that? I think I think he was, I think he was scamming like the like some Trump donation thing, like some campaign donation. They were scamming. They were like pocketing it, pocketing mm. it. Yeah. It's like political donations, and they were like doing some funny stuff with it. That's what he was accused of. Okay. And then, so I was, I'm surprised. I'm surprised it took so long. Honestly, I mean, I, that's just me, though. Um, but yeah, man. Along with uh, Steve, <laughs> you had your man Little Wayne, <laughs> Little Wayne of uh, Cash Money Records, Young Money Records. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, got got pardoned. And if you remember, I think we spoke about it a couple episodes. He was he had received his what second federal gun charge. Um yep. for boarding a uh, or trying to attempt riding a private plane <clears throat> excuse me with uh marijuana and firearms. Um he was charged with possession of a firearm and ammunition by a convicted pe- uh, felon. He was uh he pleaded guilty in December and was facing up to ten years in prison. And uh funny because right around what, November? Your man Lil Wayne dropped that picture with Trump. <laughs> where he was he was showing some love to him and people were scratching their heads like, come on. What you doing, Wayne? Yep. What's going on here, Wayne? Well, you know what's interesting is that imagine if this, like the Lil Wayne and Trump's relationship happened around, let's say, within the year after um, he he dropped No Ceilings. What was the dope one? Was that three or two? No Ceilings? The first one was pretty good. Yeah, and around the Carter Three. Somewhere around around that era. Mm -hmm. Around that era. Like, if if he... did all this stuff with Lil Wayne, Trump, that is, mm-hmm. I think he would have got way more black votes because now people, like Lil, Lil Wayne is disposable to, to black people more or less, right? Like, there was a point where it's like, you ride with Lil Wayne. Yeah, he's put on ice for a long time when, when Birdman wasn't releasing his music. So it cooled right. it down. Right, and cooled it, it cooled it down a whole bunch to the point where he was the uh, the mass singer. <laughs> when. <laughs> Wait. You didn't know that? No way, not John. Was he really? I don't watch no mess. Yo, it was it was bizarre, and, and he has a very distinctive voice. So they gotta pretend like they don't know who it is. Dude singing, I don't know what he's singing. Let's say he's singing Uptown Girl, Uptown Girl, and then and the host gotta it's entertainment. The show should you know in reality it would end in the first five minutes and the season be over in episode one. Be like, oh, that's Lil Wayne. <laughs> But they had to draw it out. So, like, Jamie Foxx is like, I, I don't know. I think it might be it's either Pauly Shore or... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I feel as... Uh, and the reason I mention that is on the low, Trump did did these small things <laughs> for, for, for black people. Now, he did a lot of bad things. 
But the the point is, is that there's a lot of high profile things he did, like working with the the, the West Kanye and Kim, and mm-hmm. and this Lil Wayne thing, and helping out uh, Levar Ball's son when he was stealing stuff in China, yep. allegedly. Uh, ASAP Rocky, I think he spoke up for him when ASAP Rocky was getting jammed up in mm-hmm. in uh, Europe. Sweden, and yeah. I, I just think it's, and then he did pretty well with with the black vote, at least the black male vote in two thousand twenty. Yeah, he, I, he I was trying. Wonder. He definitely was trying. He did a lot for HBCUs. You know, what I'm saying like, he, yep. It's funny because his statements would have been like, listen, you you would have toler- you would have tolerated them, but if he didn't preface it with, I've done more for black people since Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> like that's if you didn't preface it with that, you'd probably be like, like, oh yeah, he did do a lot for HBCUs. He did do, you know what I mean? But it's just like, come on now, he talked too much. He, he's yeah. just an asshole. But we spoke. We we had episodes and episodes about what an asshole he is. So I'm not gonna get into that. But <laughs> um, like, if he wasn't an ass, like he could have done the same exact thing or not done anything the the way he did with COVID, and it would have still been a disaster. But I think him talking, just opening his mouth. Just uh, the good thing is that we saw who he was and the whole country saw who he was. But I think he might have won had he just not said nothing. If mm-hmm. he said, I'm not doing no debates. If he said, uh, I'm going to just cool out on Twitter, go on a little Twitter diet, maybe five tweets a week. I think people would be like, yeah, you know, let's give Trump another chance. You know, I mean, who could have foresaw a, a pandemic? Mm-hmm. I really do think that. And then on top of it, we go with my scenario of, Imagine Wheezy just dropped the Carter three. They're like, man, and he fucked with Wheezy, so bang, there you go. He gets a black vote. He gotta love black people. Yeah, he gotta. Wheezy just dropped the Carter three, and he, and he pardoned him. Oh man. Oh uh, man. Also on that list of uh, presidential pardons is your man Kodak Black. Uh, who had a current sentence that stemmed from a May 2019 arrest uh, for indicating on paperwork that he was not under indictment while trying to purchase firearms. Also, at the same time, he was on bond for sexual assault charges in South Carolina. Um, in 2020, he pled guilty to second-degree uh, criminal possession of a weapon following an April 2019 arrest at the border between U.S. and Canada. Um, the rapper was in prison as Trump pardoned him on his final full day in office. So that's Kodak Black. <laughs> Add that to the list. You know, I mean, he had support from Gucci Man, Lil Yachty, Lil Pump, uh, who who campaigned for Trump, uh, Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, and many more. So that's that's uh that's dope. Also, uh, Rock Nation CEO Desiree Perez uh, received a pardon for conspiracy uh, with intent to distribute drugs in 1994. Um took it back <laughs> they went back yeah. trump uh was commuted uh, also commuted the sentence of michael harry o'harris co-founder of death row records who has served 30 years in prison of a 25 to life sentence for conspiracy to commit first degree murder um the white house statement says he's a former entrepreneur and has mentored and taught fellow prisoners how to start and run businesses he's completed courses towards business and journalism degrees and snoop dogg was definitely uh, lobbying for his release so that's that's good <laughs> you know in the sense that that those rappers and those uh people that are caught on you know drug convictions that were obviously you know over overly uh heavy charges um are being released um but I can't say much other than that for Trump's presidency Trump's whole time I'm glad those four years are over I think it's a dark spot it's a black eye in America's history and it's something that I think should be 
examined and and documented and repeated many times so we do not make the same mistake again as a country yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was just such a relief to, to see joe biden get up there man it's just this is this whole thing is going to be so boring and i love it <laughs> i can't wait like it's just going to be so un like it's just going to be uneventful uh all the news channels, they ratings gonna drop like crazy because it's like, yeah, I think I'm just gonna watch HBO Max. <laughs> skip out on because I, I tune into CNN a lot because shit changed so much and they always mm-hmm. had to break in new shit. Or Trump, d- despite how much I hate him, I hate watching him. I ain't gonna lie to you. And, you know, I, I, television. Let me it say was... it this way: I didn't watch him. I used to watch other people hate on him mm-hmm. or hate him, and that was entertaining to me. Now it. it, it... It, it was part of it was scary because you didn't know how weird it was gonna get, and part of it was like bizarre, so you didn't know how like weird it was gonna get, and it was just like, I, I, but I am like you said, I I'll much rather watch fictional things instead of that being our real life president bugging the fuck out like that, to, and and went out. Did, I don't know if you've seen the party that he threw for himself <laughs> before he uh he left, but like flew off to Frank Sinatra's. I did it my way. <laughs> which i think is just one of the weirdest things i've uh visuals i had to see um but after those past four years though what what uh, crazy visuals were just the norm yeah word man like just just the whole thing and then there's there's one end of it where there's one side of it where it's like man the media keeps picking on trump people the liberals keep picking on trump but at the other end of it it's like man this dude really earned all that negative attention like even his wife. Why would you decorate the house, White House like that for Christmas? Like who? I, like, why would you do that? Like why? <laughs> she built an extra house on the on the White House tennis court. Like why would you do that? Like come on now. <laughs> you 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 about you supposed to be the first lady supposed to be like the representative of like families and wholesomeness or whatever you want to call it. And she she goes to the thing visit visit. A detention center with a jacket that says um, something like "I don't really care." Do you? Yeah, <laughs> like shit like that. Like it's, it's kind of like, come on now, like it's easy. <laughs> like there's a, there's a guidebook to it. Like there's examples to it. You just wear bland shit that's slightly fashionable. If you got nice arms, show them off and uh, be decent <laughs> and supportive to 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 your your, uh, your mate and your kids, and that's it. Yo, she spent the first six months out. I don't know, man. It's like you're glad that you don't have to speak about this shit no more. (laughs) So so damn bizarre. Yeah. Um, But Keith, man, rapid fire edition of Have You Heard? Man, I hear some headlines and I bring them to the table to see if my man Keith has heard. Uh, So Keith, you let me know, brother. Have you heard? Drake was one of the most streamed artists of not only 2020, but actually the past 10 decades. So decades. The <laughs> past 10 years, excuse me. The past decade. 10 days. Drake, is, Drake keeps himself well-preserved. 10 decades. <laughs> His dad's been rocking <laughs> for like 10 decades. <laughs> yeah. But yo, uh, I heard that he was the most... I saw a headline. He was the most streamed... The most streamed artist in the history of Spotify. And the yep. fact that the headline used the word in the history of Spotify... I'm like, yeah, Spotify ain't been around that long. Just say most streamed, bro. Just, just stop it. <laughs> you make it sound like Spotify been around since the old school James Brown era. Yeah. <laughs> Isley Brothers. It sound like Spotify is the 
Commonwealth of Virginia or some shit like that. Like, it's no shit was just made. Like, in my adulthood, it was it was invented. But um, do you think Drake gets his props as an artist? Because he's obviously popular. People like him. Whether you admit it, admit to liking him or not, do you think Drake get, uh, gets his props? So he's going to be one of those artists where we appreciate him when he's gone, probably. Because I won't lie, Drake dropped so much music that I kind of want to go back and listen to Drake's catalog because I don't think it got its full appreciation. You kind of just experience him and move on. You know what I mean? And um, I don't know. I kind of want to go back and listen. I think he gets his due in the sense that People know he's nice. People know he's great. They want to hop on his songs. They want him to hop on theirs. Mm-hmm. I just think that we're going to appreciate him even more. I think he's well appreciated now. We'll appreciate him even more because music moves so fast. Things drop so often mm-hmm. that you don't really get to absorb how nice Drake is. But the dude, like, if you ever just ran, had a Drake kick, like, listen to This Is Drake on Spotify, you'd be like, yo, that's right. Drake made this shit. Mm-hmm. Or, or mm-hmm. Baby, You The Best or whatever that shit is called. Uh, that's that, that shit not. You <laughs> liked it at the time, then you got tired of it. But whoa, I remember why I liked it now. Yep. So, <laughs> I, I think Drake Drake is Drake is gonna have a nice legacy, in my opinion. Uh, God willing, I hope he doesn't do nothing weird. Mm-hmm. Also, um, and then the other uh, top streamed artists of the decade, uh, 2010 to 2020, uh, were Ed Sheeran, Post Malone, Ariana Grande, and Eminem. So, like, Drake is like the blackest artist. <laughs> no, I say blackest because he is mixed <laughs> um, on right. that list. <laughs> but shout out to him. You know, Eminem is represented for hip hop. Post Malone is, I mean, I don't know. He's kind of defines, uh, he kind of defies uh, genres. So wherever you want to put him in. But Post Malone for being in the game not that long, to be on that list is pretty good. Pretty yeah, impressive. That, that is pretty good. I mean, <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't have guessed. Ariana Grande, Eminem, I would have guessed, but Post Malone, I wouldn't have. So that's what's up for him. And Eminem was popping way before 2010. Right. <laughs> so for him to be like one of the, the coming in fifth place in the last decade is uh, awesome for Eminem. With so many people hating on the music that he's made in the past few years, in my opinion, I like I don't see him getting that acclaim that he got when he first came out. Even Snoop Dogg came out and made comments that people were like, "Oh damn, he kind of hating on M." You know what I mean? Like. Word. Um. So so shout out to him. You know he he gets some streams, man. Uh, Keith, have you heard Sarah Thomas will become the first woman to officiate a Super Bowl game? Yeah, I have not heard. That's pretty big. Yep, yep. Sarah Thomas has made history once again uh, as the first female Super Bowl official. Uh, her elite performance and committed to excellence has earned her the right to officiate the Super Bowl. Congratulations to Sarah on this well-deserved honor. Uh, that comes from Troy Vincent, that uh, statement. And it's going to be pretty dope. She was also the uh, first uh, referee to do a, a, a playoff game two years ago. Uh, she was the first full-time referee to work in the NFL and the first woman to work a major college football game. So another first in a long list of firsts for Sarah, man. Shout out to you. We like to we like to report when women do first on the, on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it won't be the last either. So that, that's dope. Yeah, she's uh, she's doing her thing. Um, so shout out to you, Sarah. Uh, Keith, have you heard James Harden plays for the Brooklyn Nets right now? Stand up, Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Word, man. Oh boy, as if rents weren't high enough. James Harden, believe it or not, people don't understand how the Brooklyn Nets. Fucking supercharged gentrification to the point where it's like impossible to to afford living in Brooklyn. Like it's crazy between Vice and and uh, damn Brooklyn Nets. Like gentrification 
is is maddening. So now you got two two MVPs and one like almost Finals MVP playing together on the same team in the set at the same time at the same damn time. <laughs> it's two yo. of America's most wanted <laughs> in the same motherfucking place at the same motherfucking time. It's it, it's. That's crazy. But big for Brooklyn, though. That's what's up. It is. A lot of people wonder how that dynamic is going to work, you know, with uh, obviously KD and Harden, they've played together in OKC, but with uh, Kyrie being there, how's that going to work? Because it's going to be interesting to see. I think they played their first game uh, last night. Um, but Kyrie was getting a little bizarre before James even showed up. Like, he did not just show up to, like, a game, didn't didn't notify Steve Nash, <laughs> didn't tell anybody, and, and People still don't know really what was going on. I mean, they speculate um, had something to do with maybe the Capitol riots, and he he alluded to it being some personal stuff going on in his life. Um, most people say he just needed a mental health day or, or a couple days. Um, but Kyrie's weird like that, you know. He's a he's he's a wild card. Yeah, man. It, uh, yeah, you know what it's like. It, it feels as if. Like, he just got out of a relationship with Erica Badu. A lot of dudes, after they got out of a relationship with Erica Badu, they just different. Now, I'm not saying it's, like, it's bad. I'm just saying they different. He went around um, the Boston, I don't know what they call the Boston, the TD Bank Center. Mm-hmm. He went around at Burning Sage trying to clear the spirits or whatever. And uh, Oh, really? <laughs> at an away game. You know, and then this absence. But I would, what I would say about his absence, though, it's hard. It is, it's tough to publicly trade him. He has to do something bad for them to, like, say, ah, you got to go now. Because in the midst of his absence, he bought George Floyd's family a house. I was going to, yeah. I was I was going to take it there. As weird as, as much as we like to report Kyrie's weirdness, you got to report when he does dope stuff. And shout out to him for buying George Floyd's family a house, man. That's <laughs> that's huge, man. Like, that's putting your money where your mouth is, you know what I mean? Because he was ready yeah, to boycott. To his credit. To his credit, like he he had that hiatus. To my knowledge, he wasn't caught or, or filmed or, or photographed at anywhere weird or somewhere he doesn't belong. Right? Mm-hmm. Not that I seen. I, it it would have hit the news by yeah. now. People yeah. Know. So I mean, so so credits to that. Where some people leave. Was it Lou Will who left for a funeral, but st- stuck around for um, a stripper party or something? He went to uh, uh, Magic bubble? City. He went to Magic City. Right. And got videotaped with Jack Harlow. <laughs> right, so while uh, Kyrie's movements is weird, at least it's not completely destructive. You know, when you got a, a, a all star missing in action, of course, it's a, it's a little bit of a problem or a lot of bit of a problem, but at least it ain't completely destructive. Nice, nice. Also, shout out uh, Little Wayne's manager for buying a Mercedes Benz for the Floyd family. Uh, Barbara Streisand gave him Disney stock, according to Stephen Jackson. So, like, shout out to everyone. You know what I mean? Showing love to um, the child that George Floyd left behind, and let's get that case cracking. Let's see what's going on with that. You know what I mean? Um, and my and the Ahmaud Aubrey case too. Like, we ain't about to forget. We about to talk about it and keep bringing it up until we see what's happening. Because y'all like to let stuff fade out the the, the news headlines. You know what I mean? So you can find y'all a nice little jury. Nah, man, we gonna keep we gonna keep it at people's forefront, keep it at the front of their minds, cause I'm tired of that shit. Word. Yeah, shout out to everybody out there showing love to George Floyd's family, man. Kyrie doing what he got to do. Uh, Keith, have you heard? The inauguration was kind of like a little fashion show, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Barack came through swagging with Michelle. Your man Bernie came through, like you said, with the mittens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it, it always is one, but you know what I mean. Were you surprised by the amount of love that Barack 
uh, Michelle and I guess even Bernie got um, on social media? So Bernie got a weird type of love, to be fair. It was more like uh, it, 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 it was more like you go to your in-laws, like some event your in-laws got and somebody grandpops or granduncle or whatever is wearing something. That's that's really characteristic characteristic of an old person, but you'd be mm. like, I'd rock that. <laughs> like that's how it felt. Like, I don't wear that. Now, as far as Barack and Michelle, is it any surprise that they got love? But the amount of love, honestly, that Barack got, I was I was surprised by it because it just had that feeling of when your homeboy got suspended from school and his first day back, he come to the lunchroom and everybody wilding, making beats on the table and shit. They're like, yo, yo, you made it, bro. Welcome back, yo. The first day of school, that sort of seemed like he giving people pounds and laughing, doing the point, the air point when somebody's too far away to, you can't hear what you say and you can't shake their hand. So you just give a little air point, like all that stuff, like shit was, it was live, yo. That's dope, man. Uh, he got the double pound, the, the two-fisted pound from Kamala, the vice president. That was cool. He, he gave her the double fist? She came over, gave they gave each other a pound, but with two fists, because people can't be hugging and shaking hands. That's true, yeah, so, like, yeah. It was like a... Yeah. <laughs> you like, I can't give you the one-handed pound, because you, you, you opened up the doors. <laughs> two fists, let you know it's real. <laughs> That's a shout out to shout out to uh yeah the 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 Barack um and Michelle Obama family uh just everything they do you know what I mean they opened up doors for even even like Kamala you know what I'm saying I feel like if Kamala plays this right she could be as big as Michelle Obama is in the black community um and she already has a higher role <laughs> you know what Word. I'm saying so we'll see man AKAs man AKAs rocking pink and green is, is having On a fire. moment right On now fire right now man at work. <laughs> At work, all the AKAs are just straight wilding, and I love it. <laughs> rocking the rock, rocking the brooch, coming in with the colors on. You know what I mean? Like they representing man. Um, yeah. Also, Howard University, the, their marching band. Uh, I play, they they played at the inauguration. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Keith, have you heard Maya Ponceto Soho Karen? <laughs> uh, she did an interview with Gail. Is Gail King famous enough? Or I could just call her Gail. Is she? Is she? Is she one name famous yet? Because if you say I Gail think, and I Oprah, famous enough. I, th- I think once you get give like a little sprinkle of context, so you said mm-hmm. an interview. I think just saying the interview and then saying Gail, people are like, yeah, I know, I know, Gail, Gail King. Okay, yeah. Gail. Okay, Gail. <laughs> She's like okay. Venus and Serena. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, she did an interview with Gail, and she kind of, she kind of got a little out of hand, man. <laughs> she got a little, little loose at the lips. Which is very uh, if the little bit of information I know about Maya Ponceto is very true to her character. Yeah, I, I did not hear about that. Well, I, I did hear like a quick line where she's like, uh, "I can't be racist because I have I'm a person of color, something like that." Yeah, it's that she's a woman of color. Uh, among other crazy statements, man, <laughs> said that she was attacked by um, Keon Harris's father. Uh, where the video shows you, obviously, she tries to at- attack him. So she was approaching people who uh, were walking out the hotel. And then when Gail challenged that and asked, were you stopping everybody? Um, she kind of like didn't, you know, didn't have an answer for that. Um, one highlight I heard was when Gail said, um, <laughs> you're parading around in your leggings and your flip flops. <laughs> you could tell like Gail was kind of getting heated by her and her attitude. Uh, probably yeah. the fact she's wearing the daddy hat. Um, but... It, it was just it, it, it. She had to just roll with it. 
And um until until Maya snapped <laughs> and kind of was hit with the all right, girl, enough. The hotel did find my phone, which which wasn't even true because a Uber a Uber driver found it. But yeah, man, Maya Ponsetto. That's another one I want to keep up with just to see where that goes. You know what I mean? Because I'd be tight if she just gets off on some crazy like, oh, she got she's mentally disturbed. You know what I mean? Because because this is a pattern. This isn't the first time she's been arrested. You know what I mean? She definitely went back to California as if nothing happened. She definitely tried to let it ride. So I'm not trying to just have this rock. You know what I mean? Like, I, what's the um? What was the charge? Uh, what was the charge? I think I have it here. Hold on. Uh, it was a, it was a, it was probably a misdemeanor, right? Like filing it, a false report or some some one of those types of things. Or was it, it said, something, right? Yeah, it said uh, third de- third degree attempted robbery, grand larceny, acting in a manner injurious to a child, two counts of attempted assault. So they they trying mm. to get her. <laughs> they, yeah. trying, they trying to get get Maya, you know what I mean? But and, and she's been arrested for a few times in the past few months. I I might have sent you guys a video where she uh was arrested being drunk. Even when they arrested her for this time, she uh she didn't want to get out of her car. <laughs> like she definitely was um was resisting arrest. Crazy. Yeah, so the entitlement, man. We're gonna see we're gonna see where Trump left this country and how long it's gonna take us back to get some to some form of normalcy. But I mean, was normalcy even good either way, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Even when they open the country back up, man, I still gotta watch. You can't be picking random places on Google Maps to drive to if you're, <laughs> if you're black. That is, <laughs> a lot of people can't can't do that. So, um, still won't do that. But you know, maybe one day there'll come a day. I probably won't be able to drive no more when that day comes. But. <laughs> but yo, Keith, there's another episode in the books, brother. Uh, where can people find you out on social media, man? Instagram, me and my underscore thirty five. Uh, you catch your boy DJ Playboy Instagram at Pukapeezy P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y Also catch Perfect Talk Podcast On Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio uh, Keith we have a website Also www.perfecttalkpodcast.com Check out every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast My radio show The Night Shift That I do uh, by myself And the Money Talks uh, radio show that I do with my brother DJ Show Every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast Is available on Apple Podcasts iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts SoundCloud and much much more Check it out, leave a review, leave a rating Let us know what you think because we like to know what's going on man Keith, what you watching nowadays brother? Right now Nothing in particular but I'll tell you what I'm geeked about Man, HBO Max They're going to be releasing movies on it like Because you can't release it in the theaters no more mm-hmm. Well, I guess they could, but in, in a very limited fashion. So they're going to release movies on HBO Max. I was just about to cancel it because of the cost. Okay. But now I got to keep it because if they're just going to be releasing movies. So they got the dude uh, from Get Out playing one of them Black Panther dudes. Oh, yeah, is, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Fred yeah, Hammond, right? Bananas. That's going to be on HBO Max, I think, in February sometime. And they got the Wonder Woman out now for a couple more days, I think. Uh, yeah, that movie that. whack, but the fact that they put it out, like mm-hmm. it would probably been doper if I saw it in the theaters. Yeah. But yeah, I saw that. That that was dope. That was on HBO Max and they just releasing mad shit on HBO Max. And I always love to see British dudes just playing regular ass African American characters. And yeah. they got the accent down and everything. This shit is crazy. Dude was uh Slim from Queen and Slim. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he uh he's he's dope, man. Actually I I seen the Black Mirror episode that he had. Um not too long ago, so he's he's a good actor, bro. I like his work. Um, like I said, I'm hyped for that Tiger Woods documentary because I heard they get deep. I heard they get you know what I mean. Nicki Minaj also got a, a documentary out there if it hasn't come out already. So HBO Max, man, we, we giving you out a free plug right there. Show with some love, um, Keith, man. Another episode in the books. It's a new day for America, so we gonna we gonna say a prayer for everybody and uh, 
Say goodbye to the people, man. Peace. Peace.